This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Boise, Idaho has the strictest anti-weed laws in the country and is one of just 12 states where medical marijuana is illegal. Joe Evans from Kind Idaho wants to change that. The group is working to put an initiative on the 2024 ballot to legalize cannabis for medical use. And we get into how his libertarian politics influence his activism. It's Monday, April 17th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise is talking about. Welcome to CityCast Boise. Thank you for having me today, Emma. Why do you think Idaho is so uptight about weed? Ironically, I don't think Idaho is necessarily so uptight about it as much as certain religious institutions in the state that have taken a serious interest in Idaho politics. We've recently had a statesman survey that came out and said literally 70% of the state of Idaho supports medical marijuana. Yet for some reason, we have trouble getting even a medical marijuana bill to be seen or heard in our state legislature. You know, even the latest one that was recently uh, introduced by Vanderwood, he himself was introducing it as a favor. He himself is not actually endorsing or supporting a bill he presented as a personal bill. You know, and even if he were to, he doesn't have the votes in our current legislature in order to make it happen. Yeah, and that bill was actually pretty strict. I mean, it was a tightly regulated only medical cannabis uh, for only patients with significant medical conditions such as cancer or AIDS or a terminal illness. And it was also only for ingestibles. Uh, I'm getting sort of a sense that you weren't actually really that crazy about this bill to begin with. Is that right? Uh, No, I wasn't. Reason why is because I knew it wasn't being introduced in good faith. Mm. I mean, I appreciate that it was put out there so people could discuss it and get an idea about what's going on. Yeah, when it came down to it, it was too restrictive. Right now, many people in the state of Idaho who use marijuana medicinally, they use it for anti-anxiety, they use it for stress, they use it for post-traumatic stress, you know, injuries and related issues. So we continue to see this problem where the people who need an inexpensive anti-anxiety that works extremely well for their particular issues continue to be denied access to this care that's so essential to them. Idaho is one of the last states where marijuana is completely illegal, but how illegal is it? I feel like a lot of us are heading over to Ontario uh, semi-monthly going like, ah, it's just a misdemeanor, but I don't know if we actually know that's true. (laughs) Well, and that's one of the things that's really interesting because we are responsible for nearly $3 million in border town sales a week. To Ontario, to be like, or to, I'm sorry, to Oregon. Yeah, it's about 2.5 to Ontario slash Oregon, and it's about wow. another 0.5 to Spokane, Washington. Come in close to about $3 million a week. That's so much money. Uh, 10% of Oregon's legal marijuana sales were done in 
Malheur County. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not the people in Malheur County that are smoking it. So it's happening here in Idaho. It's happening. We're making the trip. So for you, like, what is your personal story with marijuana and why do you feel so strongly that it should be legalized in Idaho? My personal story when it comes down to it is I have a lot of friends and family who have need of it for a number of different reasons. Um, I have a niece, endometriosis. Uh, I have friends, veterans, uh, post-traumatic stress injuries from combat missions, uh, women who have suffered sexual assault and rape who use it for their anti-anxiety you know, in order to reduce it so they can simply go out in public and interact with people without hyper-awareness you know, causing extreme exhaustion and paranoia while they're out in public. So I see an awful lot of really good options for this as far as making it easier for people to integrate back into their society, back into the community after something like this happens. Now, and one of the ironic things about this is I'm not a user. I don't smoke. I have no personal reason for it. It doesn't treat anything for me that it does for many other people. So literally, I am an activist for the people I love who can't come forward because if they come forward to do the activism themselves, they run the risk of being persecuted over it and actually going to jail for what they use now simply for trying to make it legal for them to use it in the way they do. So tell us about Kind Idaho. And and how you got involved then? Since you're not an active user, how did you how did you end up part of this organization? I do an awful lot of activism across a broad spectrum of things. Um, you know, a little bit of political activism on issues of LGBTQ rights, uh, medical marijuana uh, legalization, decriminalization, uh, sex work, and a number of other issues. And it was one of those when uh, Jackie. Winners actually came to me and said, Joe, can you help me set up this organization? So me and another friend helped her get everything set up and get it ready to work, uh, set up the parameters for the board to exist. Do you think that a citizen-led initiative like the one that Kind Idaho is proposing, do you think that's the best way to get pot legalized? Or are there other paths that you're also wanting to pursue at the same time? Right now, the best thing we have available is the citizens-led initiative. As long as we continue to support the legislators that we currently have, the citizens-led initiative is the only option we have moving forward, simply because the people who are sitting there are either extremely anti-medical marijuana, or they simply can't come up with a bill that they can all accept and get the votes to see succeed. And just to be clear, is, is the end goal of Kind Idaho medical marijuana, or would you like to see recreational weed? It is medical marijuana. Okay. Kind Idaho is a patient advocacy group. And we are here specifically to get patients access to a medicine that works for them. You know, Kind Idaho has no interest in legalization, decriminalization, or recreational. We want to make sure that those people with medical conditions that can be treated with cannabis or marijuana have access to it. And if necessary, are able to grow it on their own to make sure that they have access and they're not required to drive 50 miles to the nearest dispensary in order to get what works for them. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it 
a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You mentioned that you do a lot of other advocacy yes. uh, for a lot of other causes. And I know, uh, you know, you talked about being a libertarian and, uh, you know, that's usually not super my cup of tea personally. But I will say I, I look through your Twitter and I... Uh, I was very interested to see that you really do seem to walk the walk of libertarianism. Like you seem to be really supporting, you know, bod- body autonomy for people who can give birth and trans rights and a lot of things that I think uh, Idaho people in Idaho who uh, identify as li- libertarians a lot of times uh, push back against those things. Can you talk a little bit about how your libertarianism like has guided your your politics around this issue? A lot of it is, is the belief of individual autonomy, body autonomy, the ability to pick our own medicines, the ability to pick our own treatment, the ability to use on our own bodies the things that work for us, you know, without asking the state permission. When it comes to beyond what Kind Idaho is attempting to do as a patient advocacy group, as a medical marijuana specific group, I do recognize that there are an awful lot of people who will never get a medical marijuana card in the state of Idaho who need it because they believe that merely being associated with a medical marijuana card costs them their rights. You know, we've seen it done in other states where the use of a medical marijuana card actually costs parental rights. It costs access to firearms. It costs the ability of self-determination in a lot of cases. You know, right now, um, I have an appointment with the VA schedule, you know, uh, here in a week. One of the questions they have to ask is, are you using marijuana? You know, and it's like, if they have to ask that, do I truly have the liberty of my own body to determine what's best for me under my own conditions, rather than waiting for six months to visit a physician who may or may not agree with me on the condition I've been living with for the last 20 years? whether or not the treatment I've chosen is indeed the best for me and whether or not I'm allowed to even continue using it. Do you think that there are real libertarians in the state house? I know this is kind of a rude question, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but like, you sound to me like a, 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 a real libertarian. And do you think there are real libertarians at the state house or people who use that label but are like actually really legislating against people's freedoms? Uh, ironically, there's a lot of people in the state house that claim the label, yet have consistently and persistently legislated in ways that are contrary. Um, Scott Herndon, I'm going to name names, Scott Herndon, claims the libertarian title, yet he, more than anybody else, has consistently pushed forward legislation that is anti-body autonomy. It is anti-child rights in a lot of cases. And in a matter of fact, a lot of our legislators right now that claim libertarian, you know, do it for the children. You know, they've written legislation that is that steals consent from the child. You know, children should be able to go into a library and look for the things that they want to find. Now, we're in the process of stealing that right from children, the right to seek knowledge that is pertinent to their situation. You know, we've written anti-library laws. Uh, We've written anti-travel laws. We've written laws in such a way where right now we are a hair's breadth away from 
death before medical treatment for an ectopic pregnancy, you know, which we all know is unsustainable. You know, there is no way you can preserve an ectopic pregnancy. None. Yet we've literally written legislation that will kill 14 and 15 year old girls over that specific, you know, and there's no body autonomy over this. There's no women's right to life. There's no, you know, idea of what it is to do self-care. You can't do self-care in the state of Idaho right now without asking the state permission to do it. And again, we continue to see that problem uh, across the board. You know, I'm going to go ahead and call out Idaho Freedom Foundation right now, too. Reason why is because on page 87 of their whole thing, one of their things is legalization of medical, you know, legalization of marijuana in the state of Idaho. It's on page 87. They've been influencing legislation for the past 15 years now, and they still haven't gotten it forward. I did not realize they were pro legalization of, of med- medical marijuana, huh? They've been busy with other things, I guess. Yeah, they've been busy with other things, (laughs) which I don't necessarily consider libertarian things that they've been busy with. Mm -hmm. Now, I get it. Some of the things that they're promoting, um, school choice, um, religious freedom, you know, some of these other things that work for a certain portion of their constituency, you know, uh, but when it comes to true libertarian values, you know, the idea is, is that you are not supposed to legislate morality based on religious values. Joe, thank you so much for talking to me about all this. And congrats on being the only libertarian in Idaho. That's big for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But really, I do. I really appreciate your time and just a fascinating chat and uh, really excited to see where where the signatures go. Good luck. Thank you, Emma. And before you head out, here's where the petition to get medical marijuana on the ballot stands. Kind Idaho has collected about 10,000 signatures so far. They have until April 2024 to get the required 74,000. If you'd like to sign the petition, you can find more information on their website at kindidaho.org. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye.